Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. It's time for Eco Money, where we bring you the latest in sustainability and finance. And the sustainable finance market has boomed in the first half of the year. Well, recent reports from financial markets data provider Refinitiv showed that the that equity capital market activity for sustainable companies around the world totaled. 23.2 billion US dollars just in the first half of this year. This is more than triple the activity levels seen in the first half of 2020 and an all-time first half record high. So what's driving the growth where and is this sustainable? Well, let's find out more. Elaine Tan, senior analyst at Refinitiv Deals Intelligence is joining us now. Hello Elaine. Hi. Good evening. Good evening, Elaine. So sustainable finance bonds increasing by 76% on year. What's uh, the key driver? Right. So the growth around sustainable financing has really been tremendous this year. And as you mentioned, sustainable finance bonds grew 76% year on year, you know, raising around $551 billion during the first half of 2021. And that already marks like an all-time first half record. And this year, 2021, is set to be a banner year with all the activity. Mm-hmm. And we've seen consecutive quarterly growth for green bonds since last year with a record number of issues and proceeds during the second quarter of this year. There's also huge momentum on the sustainability bond side as corporates look to issue debt with broader use of proceeds for sustainability. So there are several factors at play driving the surge. You know, the pandemic experience has heightened the focus on global environmental and social risks and really accelerated many of the trends supporting the sustainable finance that were already underway even previous years. So the surge in social bonds even were heavily driven Mm -hmm. by COVID-19 relief and recovery efforts. And the other factor would definitely be the strong investor demand. So there's interest in responsible investment is continued to grow as investors are you know, incorporating ESG considerations in their portfolio. And with that, you know, growing conviction that the adoption of sustainability investing can generate financial gains and at the same time have that you know, positive social and environmental impact. So companies are you know, definitely integrating and aligning ESG strategies in their corporate values. Okay, so we've spoken about growth in the debt and equity markets, but there's been a bit of a shift as well, hasn't there, in agency and sovereign issuers, a slight decrease there in activity. Why is that, given the boom that we're seeing for sustainable finance? Right, so the shift in activity is actually more on the market share side because there have been more corporate issuers this year, which took up majority of sustainable bond proceeds market share. In fact, corporate accounted for 56% of the uh, sustainable finance bond offerings globally as proceeds drew 125% from the first half of last year. However, even if majority of the market share were from the corporate issuers, agency and sovereign issuance continued its momentum this year, you mm-hmm. know, as sustainable financing bonds increased 33% this year compared to a year ago, and much of that that issuance from sovereign issuers mm. were used to deal with, you know, the effects of the pandemic. And aside from the national pandemic recovery, 
you know, more global economies are shifting towards net zero strategies and targets. So there's significant growth actually in both sovereign and corporate using ESG-labeled bonds as their financing options. All right, let's focus in here in the Asia-Pacific region, accounting for 17% of sustainable finance bonds. While there may uh, be some way behind Europe, 60%, can you talk to us about the growth that you have seen in this particular region? Yeah, sure. So compared to Europe, there are still quite a lot of countries in Asia where sustainable finance would be considered at a nascent stage. But they are definitely fast-tracking their ESG plans, you know, taking advantage of abundant liquidity, storing demand from global investors who are keen to increase their regional exposure, you know, as economies recover, recover from the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic as, you know, growing rollout of vaccination. So I actually pulled the recent numbers from Repentive showing ESG-labeled bonds from China, which is the most active issuer in mm-hmm. in the region. They are they captured fifty four percent of the region's ESG bond proceeds. They raised over fifty four billion as of end of July, and that's already more than double from a year ago. Although a lot of that activity was driven by China, countries across Asia actually are seeing strong growth this year as well. You know, a lot of them are witnessing triple digit percentage increase from a year ago, including South Korea. They tripled in proceeds and number of issues grew like seven times from the same period last year. And that's a, a lot of the Asian governments have actually placed climate change and other ESG related issues high on their agenda. And, you know, financial regulators such as in Hong Kong and Singapore, they have begun to push for better disclosure and transparency on environmental impact and definitely advancing their sustainable agenda and preparing the domestic capital markets to really play a role in financing their own country's net zero transformation. Definitely. And just looking at those equity capital market numbers, Asia Pacific's in at number two, accounting for 38%, just just behind the Americas, accounting for 41% of overall equity capital market activity during the period. How do you see this shifting going forward, Elaine? Do you think we could see APAC overtake the Americas when it comes to their share of the pie? Yes, definitely. There's a very close gap between the Americas and Asia Pacific, right? So, but just to clarify, so sustainable products in equity space is mm-hmm. still very new. Mm-hmm. Most of them are in the convertible bonds. So the the growth and activity we're talking about here is really mostly around equitable capital raising done by companies operating in sustainable industries like renewable energy companies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just to provide a complete view of the total capital raising in support of sustainable outcomes. So sustainable companies in the U.S. and China, which are the more active markets around this space, you know, as you mentioned, most of them are from the renewable energy sectors and, and renewable or renewable independent power providers. And as this space continues to grow, we're definitely going to see more companies tap the equity markets to support their mm-hmm. their businesses. You know, such as we've seen China through the gorgeous renewables group, they've raised three point five billion from its Shanghai IPO in May and they're using the proceeds for their offshore wind power projects. And other equity issuances, you know, including Chinese electronic vehicles like Xpang or Neo or Leo that are really expanding their markets, they would definitely tap equity markets for proceeds. So 
The growth in equity capital marketplaces for sustainable companies, it saw, you know, triple-level activities from last year. And it's also in line with a strong record activity um, in the global overall equity market issuance. So there's been a lot of confidence because of the surge in stock markets. Mm-hmm. There's ample liquidity, you know, robust demand and investor appetite. And that really boosted the flurry of activities in the equity markets. Elaine, let's talk about mergers and acquisition activities for a moment here. Uh, involving sustainable companies, they amounted to $84.3 billion in the first half this year. That's a record high. So if there's a total of 466 deals that were announced during this period, 41% increase from last year, where did we see the most action? So a lot of them are driven from China. So okay. there's a lot of domestic deals happening in their renewable energy space. And Americas or the U.S. is also another space where there's a lot of growth. Sustainable companies are utilizing the capital markets, and many of them have recently, you know, gone public via the SPAC option. But, you know, the, the global M&A activity really is, it's just, ha- it has that conducive environment for M&A activity, you know, with central bank interventions, record low interest rates, and robust capital markets. So which areas of sustainable finance do you see having the most growth potential going forward? And I guess the key question is, is this sustainable finance trend sustainable? Definitely. Again, as as companies and economies shift towards net zero goals, we will definitely see continued activity in sustainable bond volumes and beyond. There's more issuers turning to these instruments to highlight their sustainability plans. Last year was a breakout year for sustainability-linked instruments, a slightly different from your green bonds or mm-hmm. social bonds and sustainability bonds. You know, we've seen more of them this year, and that has provided more access to other types of issuers, not just like banks. So there's definitely, we're closely watching innovation around this space particularly around new transaction types. Wonderful. Well, Elaine, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this evening and sharing all of those insights on the report. Lots of very positive numbers there, so we'll have to watch this space and see what happens in the second half of the year. All right. Thank you. We've been speaking with Elaine Tan, Senior Analyst at Refinitive Deals Intelligence. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.